Drive full. Just ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, let it get to 10, and then we just hop in. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. All right, so first off, Jaleel ain't even ready for real, for real. <laughs> but uh, you know, this this is a this this a different approach. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Since what we what we've been doing, you know, it's a fast ad chat. Um, it's a lot more chill atmosphere. You know, and we kind of just wanna you know just bring you guys into like you know our realm of thought really, yeah. um, because we feel like we've been limiting you know what we've been saying a lot. You know, we ain't really been diving deep into nothing too much yet. But um, you know, that stops now. You know. So really, I kind of just want to, you know, get whatever I got off my chest in, in the hopes of, you know, inspiring you guys. Um, so basically today, um, for the last several months, ever since COVID, you know, supposedly hit, um, I've been hibernating in the house already. You know, it ain't really been that bad because I've been doing a lot of meditating, you know, and a lot of, um, you know, thinking. And I have been putting in work, you know, digitally. So, but... Today, you know, I finally got out of the house. You know, y'all know I've been going on my rants, and, you know, all throughout my Instagram. You know, I hope to provoke some of you guys' thought processes. So I've been stuck in the house. I've been doing a lot of research, but I felt it was time, you know, I felt that God or the universe or whoever felt it was time for me to get out of the house and really go out and experience life, you know what I'm saying? And really implement what, you know, I've been learning into my life. So, you know, he picked me up, you know what I'm saying, from my house. I mean, it felt like he came from Africa because of how long it took. You know what I'm saying? He took like five hours to get in my house. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, he took like five hours to get in my house. But, you know, we eventually, you know what I'm saying? We eventually got to our house and we went to. Um, we went to a few places. We, went, we hit a few spots. Yeah, Staples first. Staples, and then, um, and then we went to get some. We, we, went, we went across the parking lot of Kettering to get some food. You know what I'm saying? And it was doing like a, um, it was doing like a, like a car show basically. Yeah. And you know it was, the, what I was loving about the scenery was that you know it was mixed. You know it was mixed. It was white, it was Hispanic, it was, it was Asian, yep. it was black. You know what I'm saying? It was all talking, and it was all socializing. You know about something they love, which is cars. You know what I'm saying? And it was all it was, you know the vibe was positive. You know what I'm saying? You know we, we got out the car. We didn't we, we didn't go up. We didn't go up to him, but. You know, we went and got we went we, we went and handled business and got our food. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we went and got our food and the funny thing is that the the energy was so positive, you know what I'm saying? Wherever we went, so yeah. positive. And that, you know what I'm saying, I eventually overheard, you know, this young dude, he like he know he older than me, but he like he looked like he about twenty five. He was talking to an older cat, you know what I'm saying? And he was like the native was talking and um he was basically telling him that like, yo, we you know what I'm saying? We respect, you know, that we respect our elders and we listen to y'all and we support y'all. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of was already hearing what he's about to get to, you know, about y'all needing to start supporting us. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, and I chipped, and I, and I uh, co-signed, well, I chipped into the conversation, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Immediately, because that's my forte. Always. I most definitely had to go into the conversation because, um, you know, I came into the conversation. And we all, all three of us, I, I met two strangers that I didn't know. And we had a conversation about, you know, the whole dynamic with our elders and um, with the with the youth, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, right now, it's a lot of elders, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost to the youth, especially the black youth, like we don't know anything. So, and we're trying to get y'all to understand that we do know something. But a lot of the older folks, they, they like, they like been brainwashed into thinking that kids should be seen and not heard. You right. know what I'm saying? 
think you have to take Kanye advice, Kanye advice, and you know what I'm saying, listen to the kids. You know what I'm saying because we don't have we don't have as much experience as y'all, but that's the thing we don't have as much experience as y'all. Y'all got too many experiences that have manipulated y'all thought processes, and now y'all don't want to listen to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You think you know it all, you don't. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We don't know it all, but you know we got a possibility to. You know, so we we had a conversation, but the, in the old cat, you know, the older cat, me and the uh, younger cat was grand, but the older cat, I know y'all see all of the bugs, but you know, the older cat. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was agreeing with us. You know what I'm saying? Because he he knew he knew the whole dynamic between the youth and the elders, and that we both we need to have mutual respect for each other. So, huh? Why? Oh no, nah, no, nah, we good, bro. We good. Nah, I think I think yeah, it's good. Yeah, make it raw. You know what I'm saying? Make it raw. So. Yeah, it's just that, like, you know what I'm saying, some older folks do understand the whole little dynamic between the youth, but not everybody, you know, jiving with it too much. So, I think it need to be, like, a mutual respect. I think that we need to, you know, the kids, we need to band together, you know. We can't be all divided, you know what I'm saying. Adults, y'all can do whatever y'all want to. The kids, y'all got to, you know what I'm saying, y'all got to peep game, all right, peep game, you know. And, like, respect your elders, but if they don't respect you, you don't got to respect them. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to, you know. Respect someone that respects you. You know what I'm saying? That respect your opinion that will that's willing to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? If somebody trying to, you know, cut you off because they think that you're young and you don't know something, but you actually spitting that hot stuff, you know what I'm saying? Keep talking. Yeah. You know, keep talking. And um, but like I'm saying, like it was just positive vibes, you know, everybody that was in a restaurant, the workers, you know, the the the, the customers, you know, everybody was positive and I had a I wish I recorded it, but I had a great conversation with him, you know, about some stuff. And, um, you know, I like those type of older cats, you know what I'm saying? Because they, like, they actually wouldn't to listen, and they understand the dynamic. So, yeah, you know, it started to get a little live over there. I ain't gonna lie. It was cool, but, you know what I'm saying? It started to get boom, boom, boom. Not not, not like that, but just, you know, the fireworks, and it was starting to strike. Yeah, they was doing fireworks. Yeah, it was like, they, you know, y'all know the fireworks got stronger over time. Yeah. <laughs> They putting they putting TNT in them jumps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, now we had to get up out of there because you know it was getting a little hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all all the people in the parking lot was getting scared, so we had to get out of there. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, me and Jalil, you know, this is our first time really like um, linking up. Yeah, linking up in real life because before yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? We met in real life, but we never we never were like really sat down and talked. Like we talked it over the phone, you know what I'm saying? Phone. A little bit. But you know, or we'll go do an interview yeah. together and have like a well, a few words. Then it'll be back to over the phone yeah. and just social media. But this is like the first real like interpersonal one on one. Yeah, and so it's it, it just hit different. You know, the vibe is the vibe. Sometimes you have to build a rapport with a person outside of the bond that bridge y'all together. And then once that rapport is there, it builds a level of trust and it builds a level of vulnerability. And from that, when you guys actually do partner up in that thing, in that entity, in that, that genre that bridge y'all together, it's much more impactful, it's much more powerful. The synergy is better because you build something, you build a strong foundation uh, over here for something that was going to be able to grow past that. Yeah, and like this whole day, I'm realizing how like you know how much of a brother this man really is. You know what I'm saying? And it's our first time really linking up. You know we've been you know what I'm saying, 
you know, getting closer, you know, as a, you know, as a brother, you know, brotherhood over time. But, you know, we finally, like, was like, okay, it, it really ingrained on both of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, y'all got to find y'all brother, you know what I'm saying? Go find y'all sister, you know what I'm saying? I got to find somebody that's going to hold y'all accountable, but that's also going, you know what I'm saying, uplift you, you know? So, hold on. So, let me, let me see what's happening to me real quick, but go ahead. Yeah. And so, that's the thing, man. It's, you never know who's going to touch your life. And age doesn't have a number on it. I partner with him. He's 16. I'm 38. You see that gap. You see the age difference. You know, when we were younger, we were told, hang around somebody older so they could pour into you. But sometimes, you, you being around somebody younger, they'll have the missing link. They'll have the piece that you need. And that was the case with this. Like me, I'm pouring into him and I'm building him up, giving him the confidence to know that he can conquer and divide against anything. And whatever he says can manifest if he puts the right work in it, if he has the right work ethic and the right faith and the right mindset, he can manifest it and, and, and do it outside of that. Yeah, it's just like... Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. J&J, yeah. &J, J -J. the camera, the uh, pillows... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Jaleel, that's Justin. But, um, yeah, so we, we had a podcast on fear. And we have a lot of knowledge because we always feed our mind daily. And so me, my brand, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, it's, it's making some strides. It's successful. But I knew that it wasn't my success potential it wasn't the potential of what it could be and i was the one that was like holding myself back so it took this man to come up with an idea to come up with a topic for us to even be vulnerable and like come at it full full circle and open up about fear the fear of success the fear of rejection the the, the fear of failure and it hit home something that i didn't realize like i was held in captivity to it came out on that podcast, and I'm 38, he's 16. It took us something that he uh, had in his mind to manifest, to say this is what we're gonna do, and it made me think, and it made me have to dig a little deeper, and the thing that's been keeping me stuck for the last 20 years, it got unlocked in that one day, in that one session. And so now I'm freer than I was before. So you never know the, the, the possibilities of any bond, young or old. That's why I can no longer look at someone and shun them because they don't have my credentials. They, they haven't accomplished what I've accomplished. Because God can speak to anyone to give you the answer to your prayer. And so I just want to just thank you just for, <laughs> just for being who you are, though. But just for, like wanting more and being okay with being different being okay with being the outcast and the, the underdog and discovering more like going reading a book reading a novel looking at a video when somebody else is partying somebody else is just thinking about getting chicks and all that you really embody somebody twice your age and so he's 16 with a mindset of a 30 year old go figure so that's why I can interact with him and have real live conversations and it's purpose there. And it's the divine connection. So we get results and we empower each other. Yeah, most definitely. It's something I'm gonna dig 
I thought it said dig a little closer or dig a little deeper. <laughs> but nah, um, yeah, you just gotta find, you gotta find your, what, what's the group? You gotta call, you gotta find your, you gotta find a group of people that you are comfortable around and, and not comfortable to the point where you become lazy and you don't want, you stagnate. You gotta find a group of people that's gonna constantly try to push you to be better because we live in a society where it's okay to be a victim. You know what I'm saying? Where it's okay to be lazy or it's okay to, you know, rely on welfare. Or, or it's okay to rely on the government instead of going out and getting it yourself. You know what I'm saying? We rely on that too much. And, um, you know, I don't I don't really fault people too Well, I do. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. You know, at a certain point, it becomes like, you know, what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do to fix your community? You know what I'm right. saying? What are you gonna do to fix your family? You know what I'm saying? Because you can blame the white man and blame the government all you want, all your life, and it ain't gonna get you nowhere. You know what I'm saying? The victim inside of you, like, I'm a firm believer that it gets you nowhere. It does you no good. Constantly, like constantly looking at the past, looking at slavery, talking about reparations. What good is that going to do? This is about to come out of my article on Monday or two, Monday or Tuesday, sometime uh, this yeah. week. Is that like you you're asking for these demands, which is irrational. It's, it's out of the, like it, it doesn't really make any sense. And then even if we all do supposedly get what y'all have, well, what y'all asked for, which y'all supposedly earned, y'all don't have a rationale as to how y'all going to use it. Y'all just want it. You know what I'm saying? And this is my whole thing is that you cannot be so radical. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you don't know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You keep talking about, you know, we don't own anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That lady, you know what I'm saying? Somebody sent it to me. I'm like, hold on. Like, she literally sounds like a a child throwing a temper tantrum because she can't get a toy that's not hers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was, you know what I'm saying? She was like, oh, my God. She was wow. talking about she was talking about the protest, the rioters, you know what I'm saying, and the the rioters, <laughs> the, the rioters. <laughs> she was talking about the rioters in whatever state she was in or where she was at. Somebody was asking her a question about her. She was like, she don't give a fuck about that. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for my French, but uh, she was like, she don't give, she don't care about that. Uh, she don't care about them burning down targets. You know what I'm saying? For for all I care, they can burn them down. She said, for all I care, they can burn them down. I don't think she knew that Target employed a lot of black people. <laughs> I don't think she knew that. And she said it's not ours. She said it's not ours, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, she said the community is not ours. The stuff that's in it is not ours. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, she's so lost. I'm like, she is the epitome of the radical man. Before mm. she doesn't know what she's saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't know the consequences behind it. You know what I'm saying? We keep incentivizing, you know, not holding people vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we keep we continuously do that. And where does it get us? Where does it get us? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's my whole rationale. Is where does it get us? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we don't we constantly asking for all these things. I think we we this is gonna be in my article. You know what I'm saying? Why why can't we think more like Booker T. Washington? Why can't we think more like Martin Luther King? You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a well, I don't want to put it like that because a lot of y'all are going to take offense to it for no reason whatsoever. We live in a white man's world or white man's society, white person's society because they are the majority in this country. It's 72% Caucasian, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we continuously, we continuously, I'm going to go ahead and give an analysis on my article is that we continuously think that we're going to be ahead of white people, which is irrational because, first off, we don't take up enough of the population. Second off, it's just like, we we value oh we value culture over intel intellect in, into education. 
we value culture over in education. We value the baby and little baby and what they're saying instead of what Thomas Sowell or Walter Williams or Candace Owen is saying. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that are actually trying to help us. The baby and all of my distractions, they're trying to help us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's crazy when I think about it. It's just, it's absolutely, it's absolutely frightening when you realize that it's, it's frightening, but it's also like, you know, well, I mean, what could we do? Because it's going to be winners and losers in every group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to leave the losers behind because most of the losers, they're going to develop a loser mindset. You know what I'm saying? The people, even the winners, you know what I'm saying, are people who lose, but, you know, they don't get down about it. You know what I'm saying? They're like, all right, I'm going to take it on the chin and get back out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's the difference between the people who win and, to, and people who lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got a quote for winners and losers. So it says, if you raise the bar, you lose the losers. If you lower the bar, you lose the winners. Catch that. Minimum wage. Minimum wage is destroying people who have actual creativity and can contribute more than a person, you know what I'm saying, that's not as skilled. Minimum wage is destroying jobs, you know what I'm saying? It's destroying the black community because it's incentivizing. And Candace Owens puts this so beautifully. Candace Owens, Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams, they, they, they put it, they, they do it so beautifully it doesn't make sense how no one can see it or understand it because they're so simple in their explanation. It's, it's, it's extremely simple. We, we overcomplicate everything. We need to start simplifying shit. I'm sorry for cussing, but we need to start simplifying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Is that minimum wage is incentivizing low-skilled people to make the same as the higher-skilled, um, you know, individual. You know what I'm saying? But the higher-skilled individual is still getting paid the same as the lower-skilled individual, and that's making the lower-skilled and that's making the higher-skilled individual not want to work. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, well, if, or it's not. It's going to make them not want to work at a at like a at like a public firm instead of a private firm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because private firms, they pay more, they have better benefits and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? We think too much on the broad or on the surface way. You know what I'm saying? We need to change that. And we feel like, we feel like, okay, so this is the thing, is that we think that we have to be a monolith. Like, we have to think one way, there's only one way to be black. You ever saw the book, How to Be Black? I heard it. I, ain't, I, I didn't read it. If, on the back of the cup, well, I swear to God, I'm about to show you, I'm about to show you. On the back of the cover, right, it say, if you don't buy this book, you're racist. That's the greatest marketing scheme ever. That's what it said? Yes, I'm going to show you. Dang. It said, if you don't buy this book, you are a racist. And it's by African, it's by this, like, Nigerian dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Look. How to be black, right? How to be black. And on the back of the cover, it says, if you don't buy this book, you're a racist. The greatest marketing scheme ever, right? That's right. a scam. Yeah. That's a, that's a scam. Okay. He said, "Have you ever been called too black or not black enough?" What are you talking about? Have you ever befriended or worked with a black person? Have you ever heard of black people? What? He said, "If you answer, if you if you answer yes to any of these questions, this book is for you." Mm. What? What? And he says, "Raised by a pro-black." Pan-African single mother during the crack years of 1980s. It explains everything right there. It explains it explains everything that you need to know. Okay, he's a product of welfare, I'm sure. Okay, his name is Baratan de Thurston. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. When you start thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Cause they working for y'all. They working y'all like a fool, bro. Like, like 
he, oh my God. If he, if, it, look, imagine if he made, if he did like a pop-up shop. Imagine if he did a pop-up shop. <laughs> oh my God. Right. And he put a sign up, if you don't buy this book, you're racist. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> Just imagine. Hey, that's fun. This nigga gonna make a million dollars in one city. <laughs> that's fun to me. <laughs> nah. But nah, for real though. It's, we, <laughs> we not a monolith, bro. Our experience on this earth is not the same. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're poor and not middle class, or just because he is poor and he is rich, doesn't mean that we have to fight the same cause as you do. Right. And you shouldn't be fighting this cause because it's not that serious and it don't really make that sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you're not gonna try to get off, you know, your behinds, you know what I'm saying? It it does nothing for you but cause unnecessary negativity to come your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Until we start prioritizing ourselves and our communities, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is going to get better, you know? And I hope that y'all take this lesson from me, um, you know, a teenager, you know what I'm saying? And, like, really think about it, you know what I'm saying? Really think about it because y'all keep, let, keep letting these older folks, uh, these older folks, I'm telling you, they hate white people. They feel subconsciously inferior to white people. This is why they continuously push this whole anti-white thing in the black community. It's because they hate white people for no reason. You know what I'm saying? They hate white people and they held on to, held on to it for too long. You know what I'm saying? At a certain point, you got to get over it. You know what I'm saying? Because it does you no good to keep holding on to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I got to bring them on. Mm -hmm. They can speak beautifully about this as well. You know what I'm saying? Is that, like, we? it's okay to bully, a white, to bully white people because it's something that they did to our ancestors whom we have no real lineage to. We don't even have a lineage to Africa. We, we're not African-American. We're just a black, we're just Americans who happen to be the color black or the color brown. You know what I'm saying? We're not Africans. We don't have any allegiance to Africa. If we try to go back, you know what I'm saying? If we try to go back to Africa, we'll probably get slaughtered, especially if we try to go find our sub-Saharan African tribe mm. village. They would slaughter us. Okay, there's still slavery going on in sub-Saharan Africa, okay? To think that, because everybody's perception of slavery is the white man, the black man. The white man enslaved the black people and killed them and oppressed us. We need to attack the white man. When you really think about it and understand it, slavery was all over across the world, okay? It was in Asia, Asians enslaved Asians, Blacks, Africans enslaved Africans. I don't think y'all know that. Mm -hmm. um, whites enslaved whites. Um, mm -hmm. Native Americans, even enslaved Native Americans. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, Aztecs, Mexicans. They enslaved Aztecs. They were the most brutal slave owners. They had they had blacks. They had whites. They had Native Americans. It's crazy how brutal the Aztecs was. Wow. You know what I'm saying? When you think about it. How do you know all this stuff? Oh, my God. It's so simple when you just read. You say, I stay up until like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. It's crazy, bro. But that's what that's it's, it's it's the passion for learning, you know what I'm saying? The passion oh for God. journalism. It's like it's like it's mind boggling. I'm just like sitting here scratching my head like <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, because when you realize that you've been lied to, bro. Like you're like right beside me. I feel like <laughs> you're so far. Like, I feel like you just went over here with it. I'm nah bro, like, but, you, but I'm saying though, like when you when you simplify everything, mm -hmm. you get it. And I'm gonna send you Thomas Soul, um, Candace Owens. The reason people don't like Candace Owens is because they think that she's talking down on black people. And no. She, she is. She's not, bro. I'm telling Look, you. She, I'm telling you. She, she's, she's telling the truth. She's speaking the truth. 
But she's saying like she's but, but she's saying it harshly because it's like yeah. sometimes it's not about what you say it's about how yeah, you say it. And that's and that's the thing about the is that if if conservatives or Republicans want to have a leader like the only like good leader like I'm talking not a good leader because it's been a lot of good Republican leaders, but I'm I'm talking about like I'm talking about like, as like a spokesperson, like they're like they don't know how to word things. Democratic presidents and liberals know how to say it. And that, even if they're wrong, and even if everything they say backfires on us, they know how to say it to get our vote or to get us to like them or support them. Candace Owens, she's saying the truth, and people some there's there's black people that understand that, that listen to it and like okay, if I get offended, you know what I'm saying? It's like it, it is what it is. My my life will improve, you know what I'm saying? Either way, right? And I'll just take it on the chin because at a certain point, it's like. You just you gotta get exposed, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get exposed in order for you to grow. Yeah. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, you, I know you feeling that. Huh? Ooh. I know you feeling that. You know what I'm wow. saying? But you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta get exposed for you to grow. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, we keep we we keep focusing on how she says it, and most of the times, if y'all listen to the teen, the little the teen summit thing, but at BET they brought her on it just for the views. They brought Ti, Tamika Mallory. Um, they bought some lady named Katrina Killer Mike and some random Hispanic dude who didn't know what he was really talking about. I don't know what he was talking about to be quite frank. The only intelligent people in the in the whole little thing was Killer Mike and Candace Owens. But Killer Mike was he was he's too radical. He's too he's too much of a how can I put this? He he's just too radical like. And Candace Owens was the only level-headed and level-headed person that didn't try to insult anybody, or you know what I'm saying, who prefaced almost every time, and almost every interview that she does is that she doesn't want to offend people, and the only reason we get offended is because of how we take it. Yeah, it's how we take it, not what's being said to us or how it's said. It's how we take it because he could say get your shit together now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I just be like, nigga, I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, yeah it's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know how to handle truth because it contradicts everything that we that we've been taught. You know, we develop cognitive dissonance and we start stressing out because like huh, I thought I knew this, I thought I knew that. But you but you have to understand yeah. too, like everybody, a lot of people are in defense mode naturally, just because you have to defend yourself. Yeah, that's how the body works. The everyday uh nuances of the world. I, you know, in our of our environment, so it's just like a lot of people. And here, here's a, here's a a tip, you know. And I normally share this with my clients. A lot of y'all can't manifest or can't bring into fruition what you want because you're on the wrong side. Think about a sport like football or something like that. They have two two teams. They have two sides. They have an offense side and a, and a defense side. The defense side protects the other team from scoring. It defends your team from the from the opponent scoring on you. And the offense side, their only objective is to score. Their only objective is to to win. But they can defend themselves in trying to score against the other opponent. And so a lot of us are prone to protecting protecting ourselves because something happened two years ago. We're protecting ourselves every, as soon as we wake up. Sunset, the, the sunrise, we're protecting ourselves. And so when you're in that mode, you're great at defending yourself. So when you hear someone saying something, your first stance is to defend something inside of you. 
defend an opinion, def defend uh, ideology, something inside of you. So you automatically are prone to go against it because in your life, you're prone to go against things that are trying to come against you. You you personalize everything, and that's the word, personalize, where it sometimes isn't not even about you. But you're making it about you because you're internalizing it and you're putting your own emotions and you're putting your own feelings into it. And it's deeper than that. So pick the right side. Look, look. It's our natural instinct. Like it's our it's our natural flight flight or fight flight or fight instinct to to fight what we don't want or fight what's unpleasurable, which will be truth that you've been that's been hidden from you. And we'll fly away from either what was causing us pain, which would be a good thing, or we fly away from what could better us, which is what's stopping us from manifesting what we want. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the, that's one of the best ways that somebody could put it, is that we personalize everything. We live in a society where, at the moment, people are trying to kill the First Amendment. And I don't think anyone's, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to even say this like that, but I, don't, I feel like people haven't, and this goes back to what I was saying about biased teaching. Okay, mm -hmm. we want because my teacher he lives around the corner. He he live well, he like he live in Bowie somewhere. Okay, so we gonna bring him on because we like minded. Okay, because um, I was on the phone with him. Like minded, yeah. Because like yeah. there is like this liberal teacher bias in school right now um, in the twenty first century, and the teachers are skewing. This, the, they're skewing American history and history period to fit their liberal or progressive ideology, which is basically they're trying to stop free thought and freedom of expression, and they're trying to stop students from thinking for think from thinking for themselves. And the the essence of teaching is to teach the kids how to teach themselves and think for themselves. Mm -hmm. The teachers are trying to kill that because they've been taught the wrong things. Mm. The teachers are trying to indoctrinate the students mm. because at a certain point, the teachers realize they know subconsciously that they're wrong or that they don't know everything. That's okay. Right. I don't know everything, but I admit it. And I think they're they're afraid to admit it because they is, they're afraid to admit it because, one, they're going to lose their job. Um, they're going to lose their status. And they're pretty much going to lose everything. But, you know, out of darkness is light. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But out of darkness is light. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to, because eventually time reveals all truth. You know what I'm saying? And eventually it's going to come full circle. Because mm. everything that happened, everything that you did was on you. It was your free will. It was what yeah. you did. It wasn't nobody else's fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It wasn't no student fault. It was your fault. Mm. It was your fault. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You, didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't teach them. You know, you know what I'm saying? You didn't teach them. You only taught You taught them your ideology. You taught them how to think. Not, you taught them what to think, not how to think. You know what I'm saying? Because every time they try to, every time a student try to, you know what I'm saying, refute what they're saying, they undermine the student or basically, they basically isolate the student from the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Almost every discussion, because they know that they know that the student is gonna counter. Because most of the students be smarter than the teachers. You know what I'm saying? Quite frank. Mm -hmm. You know they be smarter than the teachers, and the teachers because oh snap, cause what? I don't know. It got so, all these 
Hey, hey, fool. Hey, hold on. <laughs> it didn't get on you. It's back. Where is it? It's back. Where is it? It's back here. It's on the other side. Oh, it's. But nah. But nah. Hey, uh. <laughs> nah, it's a whole lot of bugs flying around. How we looking with time? Um, 32 minutes. Okay. All right, so, um, but yeah, like, it's like a, the teacher, they'll try to isolate the student, or they'll try to band together their indoctrinated students to, to, to isolate the students, is what I'm, like, you get what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Like, they try to isolate the student, like, and just, even though, even if the student know what he's talking about, and that he's trying to, is that his, his intention is good, his intention is pure, and that's why in the long term, you know, God is going to bless him, you know what I'm saying? God got favorites, you know that. Yeah. He got favorites. He do. He or she, whoever. They got favorites. Whoever is in line with, with their divine... Dang. Mm -hmm. Whoever's in the line with their divine purpose, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They, God gonna reward you. The universe gonna reward you in some way, shape, or form. You know? Because, you know, all these teachers, they about to get exposed. It may not be me that do it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be somebody, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to get exposed. You know, all this bias is going on in school. It's illegal. I think it's illegal. It's illegal, technically. Many, It's so many people that haven't actually, like, thoroughly read the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Because when you read the Constitution, you can literally defend yourself in court. Yeah, you can. You can You can defend yourself in court. You know yeah. a Fannie Shakur? Yeah. Tupac mother? Mm -hmm. She acquitted herself. She got herself acquitted. Because she was her own defendant. And she understood law. Yeah, she understood the Constitution. She understand what she could do and what she couldn't do. And I think too, it's just like our culture and a lot of cultures, we are in survival mode. So we are doing the best that we can to fend to make our ends meet. And so because that is the focus, it kind of supersedes us being able to go to other areas that may potentially benefit us or not, and doesn't have a time as to when it could benefit us or not. And so right now, a lot of people deal with, like this is in front of me, this is the circumstance, this is the situation, let me address this, let me tackle this, let me put the focus on this. So for you to be able to like take a break from just trying to survive and actually build some knowledge up that could potentially help you so you can speak to a thing different or understand something deeper it's, it just tells the the testament of you, you being a noble man and you just having that high integrity and having that knowledge and you have an expectation for your mindset that I'm going to learn more so I can better handle myself in different situations. You know what I'm saying? And, and Nas, Nas, he's slowly turning into my favorite rapper, I ain't gonna lie. Tupac used to be my favorite, but he might still be, but he contradicted himself too much for me to really jive with him. Because Nas, he kind of stayed true the whole time since his debut. You know what I'm saying? He might sign the wrong artists. They're promoting the wrong things, but he stayed true himself. You know, and Nas, you know, and his, and his song with Mob Deep. And Mob, I think everybody should listen to Nas and Mob Deep. You know what I'm saying? Because they are self-conscious. And in the song Subconscious, I posted this on my pages that, you know, I'm going to read it verbatim. Um... And while he's doing that, he, he had touched on a point earlier. He said from darkness to light. 
from darkness into light. And I want y'all to really capture it. It's a frog. Ooh, where? Right there. It's another one. Yeah, right there. Should oh. I take it? If no, no, no. It, I'm going to capture it. So he said from darkness to light. So I would want y'all to really understand what that means that no matter what you got going on, no matter what's dark in your life, it is dark right now, but it's going to be light. It's like weeping may endure for the night, but joy coming in the morning. And sometimes it's not until it, it gets dark that you can see the light, that you can see things that you couldn't see, that certain things are exposed, certain people are exposed. The the, the real true um, bond is exposed. Like, what are they there for? If, if people are attracted to your light and they're gravitating towards you per that light, then when it, when it gets dark, you know that's that's when the real comes forth so pay attention to that and be okay with going through a dark season knowing that in in in, in the blink of an eye morning will come this too shall pass and and you will be all right yeah so this is from Nas song self-conscious it, it went it went back like it went it either jumped down it was but was behind us so under the jump but yeah um so i think that everybody should Cause people got this stigma against DMX, right? They think that he's like, they, they think that he's like crazy. You know what I'm saying? He's not crazy, bro. He's not crazy, but I ain't, about, I ain't about to talk about him too much. So I'm about to read from, I'm about, I'm about to read from the last four, um, four lines of, the, uh, of self-conscious about Nas and Mob Deep. He said, Fair's weakness, learn from what experience teaches, beware of leeches, the vampires, my secrets, never follow, cause most niggas are straight up cowards, take care of my body is the temple, my mind is the power, your mind is the power, but you also gotta feed your body, you know what I'm saying, the right stuff, you know what I'm saying, I don't know where he went, but uh, yeah, um, we, talk, we like 30 minutes, 38 minutes in, um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a job like kind of wait for him to come back. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people stand up. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, try to be positive. You know what I'm saying? You know, all this mental. I don't really know what I'm saying. We're just kind of going there. Um, but, yeah. Just kind of. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I think people should start studying rappers because you can learn a lot of wordplay from rappers, like especially Jay-Z. Jay-Z might be the greatest rap lyricist of all time, to be honest. Or oh, he's the best, he's one of the best MCs of all time. Yeah, we got to stop this. We most definitely got to stop this right here. Look at this. Look at this. We got to stop this right here. We gotta stop this. We gotta stop forcing our kids to do stuff that they don't even know about. They don't know about systemic racism. Systemic racism was a thing of the past. It was an actual thing of the past. Systemic racism was a part of America. Let me, you better come sit back down. Systemic racism was actually a thing in America. It's not a thing anymore. Systemic racism is a guideline. A guideline. Like an actual law. Like actual law. Like Jim Crow. Um, Jim Crow, the three-fifths law, 
all of that was actual system that was actual systemic racism none of what's going on we've been written out of systemic racism we've literally with the civil rights act with the great society act well that backfired but the, the civil rights act it sat us out of systemic racism meaning there is no body really holding us back now let me explain it wasn't going to be immediate it wasn't going to be immediate equal we i said that i mean like i gotta put this in a pdf and just shoot it you know what i'm saying but like i explained it thomas soul explains it Walter williams explains it is that we are not that far removed from just from being totally ingrained into american into american society like i'm talking about like i'm talking about legally like we have we are not we only we're only 55 years 56 years removed from the civil rights act okay and that we are not going to be totally equal to white people and i think is that we should stop trying to be equal to white people or, yeah, no, no, I know what I'm saying. We should stop comparing ourselves to white people, because you, the only, the only person you should compare yourself to is who? Who? Yourself or God? Yourself from yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yourself from yesterday. You can't compare yourself. You can't. You, it's impossible to compare yourself to God on the universe. Cause, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. That was a test. Yeah. <laughs> You can't you can't do that, but um, it's is that we need to start comparing ourselves to us, to ourselves, not necessarily even another black person, but yourself. You know. Yeah. Well, we need to start comparing ourselves to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And we really, like, I I truly feel that the black people, not all blacks, and this is why I think a lot of like what Candace Owens says, it 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 because they make the, they don't they gotta say it, they gotta slow down when they talking. Is that they gotta actually say it correctly? Is that it's not all blacks, it's the ignorant ones, it's the, it's the, poor-minded ones who may be in poverty. Though they are the reason. Though they are the ones that's going out here and protesting and rioting and looting. The middle class blacks, the educated blacks, are not doing that. They're not taking part in that. The rich blacks, they don't even know what's going on. They too ingrained in their business or they, mm-hmm. they, they job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They too ingrained in that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just thought the Jones stepped on. <laughs> but, uh, they're they're too ingrained in that to do that low vibrational thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know. It gets us nowhere. It, it hasn't. And, you know, if you want to go out here and protest, do what you do, you know. Just, uh, you know, be worried of, you know, potential setbacks, you know, potential drawbacks, I'd say, um, you know, of what that comes with, you know. But, you know, there are going to be people that still go out and protest, you know. That's something we got to be cool with. We got we to gotta be cool with leaving some people behind, you know what I'm saying. I want you to touch on this. You gotta be okay with leaving some people behind, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. not everybody can come up with you. You can't bring everybody up with you. You know, not everybody can be can go up the rope. You know what I'm saying? You can only get certain a little bit up by a little bit. Yeah. By a little bit. 
Yeah. And sometimes if you try to take too many people, you're going to break the rope. You're going to break the rope. And the repercussion of that is you may not get to the place that you were predestined to be because you are bringing people that were never meant to go or you're still holding on to people that the, that the universe, you know, dismissed from your life. The universe let them go from you, but you haven't let yourself go from them. And sometimes you wonder why you can't elevate. It's because that thing that let you go, you haven't let it go. Because it's been there for five years, the last 10 years. Because y'all were had a ride and die relationship. Because you were loyal to that thing and you gave yourself so much of that thing. But get over that. That was what it was for that season. That handled you, helped you. It, it appeased you for that season. Now you're in a different place. And be okay with that. Be okay with letting that thing go. Letting that person go. Letting that hurt go. Letting that thing that is not aligning you higher. It's not positioning you to go up. Be okay with letting that thing go. Because it's going to make you lighter. Sometimes we have too much baggage. We're, we're trying to elevate. We want to go up. But it's too weighty. It's too much baggage. So you sometimes, it's a... On the airplane, it's a baggage limit. It's a weight limit. It's a weight requirement. And you got to be okay with having a lighter load. The lighter you are, the more freer you are. Sometimes it's not in the numbers. So be okay with letting that thing go. That season is over. Oh, my God. Because cause we take, you know, I mean, like, what, what else can we really say, you know? We've said everything. We've presented every solution. You know what I'm saying? And there are going to be people, whether they're black, white, native. You know, you know, we, you know where. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, yeah. Y'all want to know something that's totally off, that's, that's totally wicked? By this whole concept of a Native American. What's up? They ain't even American, fool. They not now they are, but back then they wasn't American. You know what they called this place? What? Turtle Island. Mm. They called it Turtle Island. The mm. British colonists who came to America are the actual Native American. They are native to what they coined America. Mm. And the person who came to America. He wasn't necessarily the first person that came to Turtle Island, I'll say. What mm -hmm. later became America was Amerigo Vespucci. Mm -hmm. He was a Spanish explorer. Mm. He came to Turtle Island. He came to Turtle Island. And over time, you know, they just basically used his name and just reworded it to America mm -hmm. instead of Amerigo. Could have been America, but it's America. So I'm not there. There are they are the Aboriginal people of Turtle Island, what later became known as America. We everything's flip flop. Yeah. So Justin, what's next for you? Oh, uh, what's next for me? That you want to release? That you want to share with the people? Well, I, you know, I, I'll start off with something like, um, well, it's, it's, it's going to be a new me. It's gonna be it's gonna be a new me and a young a new young business minded. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a whole everything's getting flipped over, mm. totally transformed. That's all I'm gonna say is that 
stay just stay tuned really um just stay tuned because you're gonna get a lot of value out of me out of young business matter apparel you know what i'm saying you're gonna get a lot of value and that's all i'm gonna say is there anything that you're working on that you care to share that we can look uh for forward to in the upcoming months well if all goes right in terms of everything going going back to starting to open up uh, which is not it's not really practical um i'd say that uh you'll see me in the street preaching somewhere <laughs> say no i'm lying i'm lying i'm lying, I'm lying. <laughs> If all goes well and things start to open back up, we we, we can have a venue. Um, me and my team will do seminars on whatever it is we feel that we want to do a seminar on. I'm hoping you take this, remember it, and then realize, um, who's that guy that does that does seminars? Said he's doing seminars. Let me sign up for one now. You know what I'm saying? So, this is what I'm going to leave you guys with. What are you doing? So, I'm working on my first book. So, that'll be released Oh, soon. damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. I completely forgot. This is the biggest thing. Uh-huh. Next month, in August, my mm -hmm. first year anniversary of my brand, mm -hmm. I am releasing a short ebook. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm working on, I'm authoring my first book um, for my brand. I, I am a coach. I just hired a, a team of professionals to help me scale my business. And so sometimes I am the it man because I have the it factor. And sometimes that means that I can't find another me. I can't find another person that can do what I can do. So I take on too much. And in doing that, it uh, it's, I distract myself from the progress of what it could be because I'm overextended and I'm overexerted in the full operation of things. And so I had to just scale back from me, bring some reinforcements in so I could just focus on what I do best and would just transform people's lives. So uh, that's one thing that I did. Um, I'm just so happy. And... I can't believe it took me so long, but hey, you never know what it's going to take and how much you have to go through and what the process is going to look like. So now I can help somebody else do that to save them some time and some money. So I'm authoring my book and just I'm looking forward to doing more, more speaking engagements, looking forward to doing seminars as well and really just building my empire um, financially, my financial education and all of that. So. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. And just, I can't wait to work with that person that really wants their, their situation to change. And they need like something that's impossible to be possible. Because that's my specialty. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Um, let me see if there is anything that else that I need to say. Um, well, to be, to be simply put, um, listen to the kids, bro. Um, that's all I really can say because they are the future. Um, they are the future. They are the present, and they are the future. Um, you know, all that old bull, it's about to go out the window. It's about to go. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't listen to our elders, 
I'm just saying that a lot of our elders are out of touch with reality. They're out of touch with the time, with the times. And especially a lot of the older black ones, black ones that were closer to Jim Crow who may have been subject to racism or systemic racism. A lot of them hold on to that animosity they got from white people instead of letting it go. Now there are some that let it go and they ain't let it affect their lives no more. But it's most prevalent in the people that I see who has such animosity for white people that it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy how it's crazy how life gets so much simpler when you realize all is mental. When you realize that the reason you get so angry is because you let yourself get so angry. The reason you get so happy is because you let yourself get so happy. The reason you get high up naturally is because you let yourself get not high naturally. You don't even need drugs. You don't even need weed to get high. You can just do what we do. Yeah. Have a conversation with your friend. Yeah. Chill. Different. Eat some food. You know what I'm saying? Get out the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Work wonderful. Work wonders for me today. It hit different. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being so scared of COVID. Jesus Christ! Stop being so scared of COVID. Because you're gonna let COVID destroy your life if you keep being so scared to step out of the side of the house. Oh, I got asthma. Okay. Do do something else besides just complaining about your asthma. Like, hey, taking extra precautions besides just wearing a mask. You don't even need to wear a mask. Take care of your insides. I mean, like, what? what I'm out. Yeah. All right, this is episode nine. I want to say nine or ten. It's nine or ten, something like that. I believe it's nine. I think it's nine. Yeah, it's, it's like nine. I think. Yeah, this was episode nine. The best episode that you're, this is the best episode that you've seen so far. So far, stay tuned. This is the first one where we were actually in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Together. Yeah. yeah. And I want to leave them with a quote when you when you're finished. Um, I'm I'm pretty much done. Just like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Um, if you want to participate. Um, I don't know how because we at this house. But if you cool and we getting some good vibes from you, you know, it depends on what he say, but you can come and do the podcast episode with us. Yep. Or we can do it. We, we, can, we can do it at your house. Or we can do it somewhere. Or we can do a Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, whatever. whatever. Yep. Yeah. And we're going to just be randomly uh, selecting people just yeah. to give some input, just to keep the dynamics and make it more intriguing and getting another perspective. Everybody is, it's all about the perspective. Yeah, we are not a monolith. Yeah, so the quote that I want to leave y'all with something that is dear to me and it'll make you think, and that's the whole point. But it simply says, If you continue to do what you did today, you're going to get tomorrow what you received yesterday. Just think about that. And make a difference. And remember, average is not abundance. But I seek to be average when you can live an abundant life. We're out. Most definitely. Peace out. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs>